We're your hosts. I'm Faith. I'm Dom. And this is Red Flags, a podcast where we discuss different red flags or warnings and how they relate to us both culturally, socially, and personally. Today's red flag topic is pandering, as in the Bo Burnham song, and advertisements. All right. Okay. <laughs> the reason I wanted to make this episode is because I keep getting this this ad that is so cringy to what me. What ad? So it's an ad for Differin Gel. Differin Gel. Which I've is seen it. um I think it's to help with acne. Yeah. But the the <laughs> the advertisement I keep getting uh for this gel says give your skin its villain era. Oh my god, not this shit again. With Differin Gel, acne's arch nemesis. So it's so cringy because they're trying to pan to like millennials and gen- pan. They're trying to pan. You mean pander? Wow. They're trying to pander. Panda? The re- so the reason it's so cringy is because they're trying to pander to millennials and Gen Zers by like Zers. using cultural references. Like They're trying to be hip and cool. I know a lot of people these days are like, oh, I'm in my villain era. So they were trying to do that. And like, like I said last episode, I'm in my Batman arc. Yeah. So they are purposely trying to pander with stuff like that. However, they don't know what it means. They're just trying to reference it. So that doesn't make any sense. How do you give skin its villain era? Skin. I don't like that. Um, so that's, It doesn't make sense. That's what um, gave me the idea for this episode to talk about red flags and advertising. So that is one red flag. When they are trying to pander to an audience and they just don't get it right. Yeah, they miss. They miss. They hit and they miss. Or they don't hit at all. So I pulled up many examples of like um bad and cringy ads oh bad and time um what was a little a little a little dancing yeah you were doing a little dancey dance all right so the first the first article i have is a business insider article called the worst ads of the decade oh god the first one is Nike's Tiger Woods ad, which came out in 2010. <laughs> so, as oh, the article no. says, oh no, this 2010 ad was a gamble by <laughs> Nike to turn the attention away from the scandal around the disgraced golfer's private life and focus on his return to the sport. The black and white spot features a silent Woods staring into the camera, hearing his late father's voice asking him what he learned, with the message appearing to be that he has learned from his mistakes and is now getting back to golf. Come on, swinger, go go play pro golf with it's Tiger the, Woods. It's the way that they were like, okay, how can we get past the scandal? Yeah, because they knew that Woods would be a, a money pit. Yeah, like like Tiger cared, Woods is gonna make money. It was it was an example of an advertisement caring more about getting money than talking about an important issue, yeah. and because of that, they came off as insensitive. So, once again, another red flag. Insensitivity within ads. When they're clearly just thinking about the money, you know? And while the point of an ad is to, like, make you think about it and give them money, it shouldn't be so obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they were probably also trying to say, hey, let's get past this tiger thing so we can get back to using our assets. Also, I will only be talking about... I'm not going to be talking about all the all the ads that are t- in this article because, A, I either don't know them or b i do not think it's appropriate to talk about them oh okay. this one talks about suicide so i just don't I think like, that's, we can edit them out i don't if think you that's tell me what they are and another one is i've never seen it it's a mary j blige burger king ad i don't know mary j blige burger king dude whatever she's selling id 
So the next one is the 2014 Victoria's Secret Perfect Body Ad. Now, I, hold on. Dom is Dom is looking at the photo. No, no, don't make Do it weird. A- don't make it weird. No, no, no I'm not making it weird. It, I'm pointing out it- that there's a there's a photo. So the the company Victoria's Secret was trying to do like a bo- body positivity ad. They were trying to do a body positivity ad. Um, that looks pretty one sided. They have women of all the same body type. As the article says, the lingerie company sparked outrage with this 2014 UK campaign featuring the slogan, The Perfect Body, that inspired the hashtag, I am perfect on Twitter, and even a petition. The retailer responded by changing the slogan to, A Body for Everybody. Because this ad did, it kept saying the perfect body, and it's these very slim... um, Conventionally attractive. Conventionally attractive, mostly white women. Yeah. And that just, no... That is, once again, insensitive. And that is, that's so bad. It's just so bad. So then there is a nationwide ad from 2015 um, uh, called Boy. Well, the ad's not there. It's just a picture. It was a Super Bowl ad. Um, and as the article says, this well-intentioned yet morbid Super Bowl ad from 2015 by Nationwide featured a young boy talking about his life, only to reveal that he had been dead all along and what would well, I don't remember this. Sorry. What the duck? This well-intentioned yet, the, as the article says, this well-intentioned yet morbid Super Bowl ad from 2015 by Nationwide featured a young boy talking about his life, only to reveal that he had been dead all along and would never experience the things he was talking about. Brother, what kind of ad is this? I don't remember I know. this. Immediate backlash followed, and co- the company tried to explain that the ad was meant to start a conversation, not sell insurance. Which sounds like they said to um, cover their mistakes. What conversation does that start? Yeah, I don't know what conversation that starts. They were trying to sell insurance, and once again, they were insensitive. Like, imagine the parents who actually lost their child like that. Like, that's such a messed up ad to just see while you're watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. So once again, they tried and they missed. So this one's really bad. <laughs> Bud Light had a up for whatever ad. Oh my god! Um, I love Bud Light commercials. Let's, let's oh, this talk one's about bad. This. You're not let's gonna talk about this. So Bud Light's up for whatever ad was an ad meant to invoke feelings of a spontaneous fun night out with friends, but it became one of Bud Light's biggest gaffes as it led to concerns. The brand promoting alcohol-fueled sexual assault culture. Uh-huh. I remember um, that. That's weird. There was messages on beer bottles. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, the messages on the neck of the bottle. Because there was messages on beer bottles calling Bud Light the perfect beer for removing no from your vac- vocabulary from the night. Uh, Bud Light. And- <laughs> Bud Light ended up apologizing. Bud Light ap- ended up apologizing and pulling the entire camp. No, how do you not know? How how societally tone deaf it are you? Baffles me how these companies have like massive teams made for marketing and advertising. How does it get to print? How does it get to print? Um, Starbucks's Race Together 2015 campaign. Uh, so as the article says. Starbucks's hashtag race together effort encouraged its employees to write the hashtag on customers' cups to inspire conversation about race. The internet did not re- react kindly, and Starbucks acknowledged that there has been criticism surrounding the initiative, ending it a few days after it began. <sighs> Why? Why what? What? Wait, first of all, that's a dumb way to promote something. That was a very... That was not a smart way to promote it. And B... <sighs> they could have... Many I'm just things. so confused. I'm just so confused with the the idea. Yeah. Who said we're gonna write this on a cup 
and people are going to talk about race. Who is like this is this is my bajillion dollar idea. Anyway. Yeah. Um once again another 2015 ad. Protein Worlds are you beach body ready ad? Oh, I remember this. Oh, we showed about the Tiffany's um, article. So this ad has a woman in a bikini um and it says are you beach body ready next to her. So, as the article says, Protein World's outdoor ads in the UK featuring a bikini-clad woman were immediately slammed for being sexist, fat-shaming, and promoting an unrealistic image of women's bodies. Many of the ads were defaced, and more than 71,000 people signed a Change.org petition calling on Protein World to remove them. The UK's Advertising Standards Authority launched an investigation. Although the campaign was deemed not offensive, it was later banned by London Mayor Sadiq Khan for its unrealistic depiction of women. Once again, insensitive. I don't know how this got through. I get what the point of it was, but it, it, no. Any ad commenting on people's bodies, that just sounds wrong. Now, probably the most infamous insensitive ad. Pepsi's Live For Now ad from 2017 uh, with Kendall Jenner. Pepsi. I don't remember this one. As the article says, Pepsi's protest-themed Kendall Jenner ad may have intended to promote the idea that similar tastes brings people together Together, when it showed Jenner leaving work to join a protest. But critics widely perceived it as using the Black Lives Matter movement for a profit. Not oh like, my god. <laughs> not only was the ad a nightmare for the brand, it caused other marketers to become wary of jumping on hot button issues and was used by ad agencies to make the case against taking advertising in house. I was gonna say, hold on a minute. I would not have thought about that. Like watching it. But holy shit, now that you bring that up, oh my god, what a It was sw- very insensitive. What a swing and a miss. It was I just can't. I don't understand how things so insensitive get past all these people. I don't even remember this article, but what a miss. What a misfire. I remember when I saw this for the first time and I was just like, even when it came out 2017, I was like, I was 14. You were just starting high school. Even I knew it was messed up. I was like, what? Um, Nevaeh's white is purity ad from 2017. So as the article says, the idea behind Nevaeh's white is purity campaign was to tout Nevaeh's antiperspirant as non-staining. Like, you know, because some um, deodorant stain your clothes white, yeah. right? Dude, but, I, hate, I hate when that happens. Um, but someone clearly didn't think through the racist implications. Making things worse, the ad ran only in the Middle East. Not only was the ad slammed online for being racist, but was also hijacked by white supremacists. Nevaeh quickly apologized. Once again, how did that get through? The ad just says white is purity. Yeah, I feel like that's a tone deaf ad. That's a tone All of these ad. ads are tone deaf. Like, I just don't understand how they got through so many people without a single one of them thinking, oh, this is offensive. Probably because they're meant for the money. And when things are meant for the money, people get crazy about it. But, jeez. Um, so, there was a Dove ad. Um, I'm just going to read the article. Uh, Dove prompted outrage in 2017 when it posted a three-second Facebook ad showing a black woman removing her top to reveal a white woman underneath. The clip was reminiscent of recent racist soap ads of years past and dented Dove's long-standing effort to promote itself as pro-woman. 
The, Wait, the what? Yeah, Unilever brand removed the clip and apologized, saying on Twitter that the post had missed the mark in representing women of color thoughtfully. Since then, it's instituted a new process for creating and evaluating ad creative. I so look, look. This is the ad. Wait a minute. At least what with, at least with some of the tone deaf ads, you can see where they were trying to. I don't understand where Dove was trying to. I don't this get one. it. I don't get it either. What does that do to sell soap? I don't know. I have. I have absolutely no clue. I did not look at that and think soap. Yeah. Yum yum soap. Um, Dolce and Gabbana's 2018 ad. So as the article says, the luxury brand sparked online fury with a marketing campaign aimed at China that was ridden with ethnic stereotypes, with one ad showing a Chinese model attempting and failing to eat Italian dishes with chopsticks. Things got worse when Instagram account Diet Prada exposed Dolce founder Stefano Gabbana appearing to engage in racist rants, and the hashtag uh, Boycott Dolce began trending on Chinese social media site Weibo. The brand's co-founders apologized and canceled their Shanghai runway show, costing them millions of dollars. Wild. It's not that hard to not be racist in an ad, so it, it, it once again baffles me that they, they managed to go this far. I don't understand how you could try to represent someone and be so racist about something. Like, just don't, just don't portray racist stereotypes and you should be fine. <laughs> good, good picking of red flag ads. So because the one, um, so those mo- ads were mostly tone deaf, which was far too common um, however, this next article that I have from adweek.com is entitled Cringeworthy Attempts to Market to Millennials. So this is spe- specifically cringe because they're obviously pandering, but they fail at the pandering aspect. Ah, you gotta so these, be good at it. These are a little more lighthearted than the last ones because they're less tone deaf and more like... Cringy. How do we relate to a young audience? Mm, the Very young whippersnappers. Okay, so this next article um, is a lot more... Um, it's less tone deaf and more cringy. So this Washington Post article is called 28 Advertisements Show the Most Awkward Times Brands Tried to Target Millennials. So this one is not tone deaf. It's a lot more lighthearted. Um, so the first example is there was an ad where Microsoft referenced dubstep. (laughs) Um, In what context would you ever reference dubstep? That's a really good question. Um, I'm sorry. As someone who is past the millennial age group. So the I ad, don't think dubstep should ever come back. So the ad was on Twitter and the Mi- Microsoft Twitter account tweeted, looking for a dynamite project? Um, we present the base dropping T-Rex and its photo of a T-Rex called Skrill T-Rex, like Skrillex. And oh. it says a T-Rex and dubstep seem like a good combo. And it just wasn't, just wasn't a good ad. Pretty cringy, actually. Yeah. Um, so Me no like. So the second one is an ad by Kia. <laughs> and it's like a meme, a meme for her. <laughs> so basically. Did Kia make a haunts meme? So Kia wanted um people to to like make kia themed memes uh to win gift certificates <laughs> um and they just were not funny one ad was like somebody made one that was like not sure if love or love 
much. That doesn't make sense. It was just over a picture of a Kia. Another one said, let me drive all the Kia Sorento. Another one with a picture of a Kia in the background just says, I don't want to meme on this cat anymore. They don't make sense. I know I'm saying gibberish. They don't make sense. It was just not a good idea. They, I understand where they were trying to like go with it. You could probably make haha funny Kia memes. Um, there was also a there was also a Honda's meme tastic car ad. No, no Honda, don't tell me this Honda. I drive your car. So see, um, a company named Topper's Pizza also tweeted an ad of their buffalo pizza. Um, referencing Flo Rida's um, Apple Bottom Jeans song by no. writing, Shorty got buffalo low, 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 low. I know, this is, I like, I feel so cringy reading all of this. I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, it's not the right kind of funny. <laughs> it is not the right kind of funny. Oh my god. So then GameStop had, like, different bundles of games, and the, the way that they, um, they tried to have people vote on like which bundle they'd rather have um they made a meme that said gamestop be like which bundle do you want for 750 i don't think they understand how the be like memes are i think they were very confused on that yeah i don't like that either game which game bundle you want be like be like don't 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 um so do you know kellogg kellogg's crave like the yeah. cereal um crave? So are you craving these nuts a few years ago um the back of chocolate crave like the cereal box it was filled with a bunch of memes no like one was like you know the irma gerd meme like uh-huh. with the girl with the books so one Irma-Gurd. was irma gerd chocolate cereal and milk for breakfast one meme was if chocolate is the answer who cares what the question is that one's funny but not in the meme format Another meme that they made was, it's not breakfast, it's edible awesomeness. No. Their final meme is, uh, date canceled on Valentine's Day. Um, got to eat all the chocolate myself. That's just sad. <laughs> so they put memes on the back of their chocolate box and it just was not funny. Not funny, did not lie. Um, Haunts. Juicy Fruit, once again. Juicy Fruit. Yeah, Juicy Fruit made an ad. That was like, see how well you speak fun emoji. Translate these emojis in the comments. I have absolutely no clue what the emojis mean. It's like a sad face, then juicy fruit, then mouth, then guitar, then celebration, then hard eyes. I guess that means juicy fruit's really good. I don't know. (laughs) Juicy fruit is a party in your mouth. Oh. Oh, I think that's what it means. I don't like that I can speak shit um, juicy for ad. Yeah, so this one was cultural appropriation. What? Uh, so Pop-Tart made an ad Pop-Tart. where, once again, they put a meme on the back of their box. And you know the, the one lady who, there was like a fire in her house or something, and she said like, the, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. They put that on the back of their Pop-Tart box. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time. But like... In reference to Pop-Tarts. Why? Pop-Tart. Why? Um, Why would you do this, Pop-Tart? On God, no cap. Why? Walmart also, um, in order to be more hip with the kids, used to, give out, used to give out gift cards that had, like, a bunch of acronyms on them, like LOL, BFF, JK, XOXO, TGIF. 
What does that have to do with the Walmart gift card? Nothing. Um, so most of these are pretty much, most of these are pretty much just things like trying to make memes. Yeah. And, and not understanding what a meme is. Like, there's ways to pander correctly, unfortunately. Like, there's an article by uh, refuelagency.com um, called Six Examples of Brand That Got Gen Z Marketing Right. So these are these are good pandering, right? Okay, let's see it. Um, one example was Under Armour had a Stephen Curry ad because he's very popular. So Don't look at me. Like, you're like, he's popular. I don't know sports. I'm so sorry. You're like, Thomas, is Steph popular? But like... Yes, yeah, stuff is popular. That's a good. That's a good way to pander. Use someone who is popular with the kids. With the kids. With the kids. <laughs> well, go sports ball. Why don't you tell me, Faith? Um, another one is. Can di- we get? Can we get a divorce attorney <laughs> ad with Tom Brady in it? <laughs> that would appeal to the hip kids. So true. Another example is Diet Coke had an ad that said, "Drink what your mama gave you." Uh, <laughs> that's funny like just memes like that you know like there are ways to pander correctly and for some reason it's so hard it's so hard for these brands to do it it's it just <laughs> so another thing i found about advertisements um much like representation which we did we formerly did an episode on representation um but they don't know that yet it's easier to to want to buy something from an ad if you see yourself within the ad do you know what i mean like if you're like oh that's a like for example a specific example i found was ads for period products if you have an ad for like a period product that's like oh i love being on my period i love having to do all this that's not accurate and the the women or the people who menstruate watching it do you not are love gonna be being like, on your period? Well, Do you don't people, you just love it? <laughs> Isn't that your favorite time of the month? The people watching it who menstruate will be like, this is not accurate. But if you have a period ad that's like, uh, I need to find something that's good for being active, you know? Like like you know what I mean? Like it has to be accurate or you're not gonna want to buy it. Like if you see an ad for I don't know, a razor, like to shave, because you got a beard. You got a little beard. Um, <laughs> little baby. Beard. If you saw like one that was targeted towards men for a, a razor to shave, and it was I like, love it when they get NFL players. And it That'll was like, get me to buy. It was it. like I love shaving. Oh, I nicked myself, but it's okay. I love it. I don't know. You'd be like, "There's a reason I go electric. That's why I go electric." Thank you. But if you saw an ad for a electric and B, it like it was relatable. Like it's not like they do one one swoop and they're done. You know. <laughs> What do you call it? I love it when they get NFL players on there. Yeah. I think that that, that makes me want to buy. Like, I, I buy Gillette electric razors just because Josh Allen does them. And Clay Matthews used to do them, which are football players, by the way. But, yeah, like, you want – I want the tie-in. I want the crossover, if you will. Multiverse of Madness. For example, I found a read.edu uh, article – entitled the last enemy to be conquered is mother nature menstruation and advertising and one example is an advertisement where this woman is holding a gift box and serena williams is in it and she is like hitting a tennis ball through the um the gift box 
The ad says, a champion like Serena Williams doesn't let Mother Nature's monthly gift interrupt her game. That's why she trusts tra- Tampax Pearl. What gets you to buy your menstruation devices? Is it Serena Whatever's Williams? Whatever's cheapest at the Is store. Is it Serena Williams? No. Um, Did you hear about the lobster that gives away con- or that gives away tampons? Huh. He's a menstruation crustacean. That? If I saw an ad that said that, I would want to buy that. that. A menstruation crustacean? Mm-hmm. Um... But the article says this image presents the period as an unwelcome gift given by Mother Nature. The two women portrayed in the advertisement are presented very differently based on the roles they're fulfilling. Mother Nature is a middle-aged woman wearing a green, um, natural of course, suit with a cute hair clip. She is a typically feminine matriarch type character exuding comfort and predictability in her fulfillment of gender stereotypes. Serena Williams, on the other hand, is a pro athlete with the power to give Mother Nature the smackdown. Um, I like that. I like that. Like this example of an ad, I personally do not like. Like it's like, it's calling a, it's calling having your period a gift. It almost makes it seem like you're not feminine enough if you try to if you don't want it. Like I don't know. Oh, it's not. Yeah, very, it's yeah. not a very. That's a fuck. That. Once again, it's not very representative of the group it is trying to target. No, don't women. It was hate, a swing and a miss. Don't women hate their fucking periods? I mean, who wouldn't hate blood coming out of them? I think it's bleeding less of a, for a week, a month, it's or less more. Of a, it's less of a hate thing, and it's like more of a like. Well, I guess hate, but it's more of a thing like. Uh, ah shit! This, here we go again. It's more of a this inconvenient thing happens, so might as well deal with it. But nobody is like, nobody thinks it's a gift to get your period. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless you really want it to make sure you're not pregnant, I guess. But that's different. I, I don't. That's know. different. <laughs> Um, I don't know how far backwards we're going where your period is a gift, but, uh... So... Chief. There was a Quora post by someone. Quora? Uh-huh. It's where you can, like, post questions and get answers. Oh! Almost like Yahoo Answers I, or Reddit. I always read his Quora. I don't know how to pronounce it. Quora or Quora or whatever it's called. Q. There was a post that says, Why are ads so cringy? Most ads I see are very annoying and want me want to make me do the opposite of what they want me to buy. Usually there's bad acting, annoying music, and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. Why? Why? So some people responded, um, I also agree. Commercials are so tasteless. Why do we now have to watch a person applying deodorant under their arms? Women hiding behind a prop, prop manicuring their bush. People singing and holding their hands in front of their butt for a diarrhea commercial. A woman talking about lotion for her crotch. Hey, you guys remember the ads, don't you? You remember the ads. That's true. In theory. One of my favorite ads is for Pepto-Bismol. And they have a little jingle that's like, if you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yeah. I love that ad so much. (laughs) Would I buy Pepto-Bismol? No, because the only time I've had it, I threw up. Really? But, yes. But it makes me remember that In ad. Theory, I will say that is an example of a good ad. Hilarious. I, th- I think these people are missing the point. They remember the ad. Mm-hmm. They remember the ad. The companies are getting what they want. Big business. Somebody underneath of this said, I miss the days when an advertisement told you what the product was, what its benefits were, where you could get it, and how much it cost. Now, most commercials don't tell you any of these things. Rather, they give you some fake, stupid story that generally has no relevance to the product being advertised at all. I have to agree with that because I've seen a lot of ads where, like, for example, there's this one Airbnb ad where it's like a bunch of people 
in a pool i guess at the airbnb they're at but it's a bunch of people like hanging out and they're on a couch and then they're in a pool and i was like i was trying to figure out what the ad was the whole time the ad was running i was like maybe it's for a cell phone because it like flashed up a bunch of pictures of these people so maybe maybe it's for a cell phone that has like really good picture quality no it's for airbnb i was like how i hate when commercials are like they they are very not obvious red flags when commercials make no sense yeah like i've seen a commercial before like super bowl commercials as funny as they are they are and they've they've gone downhill they're so irrelevant to what the product usually is like the mr peanut when he died baby nut yeah where he died and then came back as a baby and i was like while this ad is entertaining, what does it have to do with peanuts? Baby nut. Why does it make me want to buy a peanut? Baby nut. Stop it. I'm going to keep saying baby nut till you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. But I don't know. It's just like uh, red flag when advertisements are like swerving around the point. You know what swerving. I mean? Swerving. I get that they're trying to be entertaining so you like remember them, but they should be entertaining and informative like the pepto-bismol commercial we talked about yes yeah, well they have a funny put that shit in a jingle i know what we talked about that one well it's a really funny jingle it tells you what you can use pepto-bismol for for if you have heartburn nausea indigestion upset stomach or diarrhea that's informative or like nyquil yeah nighttime sneezing sniffling coughing aching best sleep with a cold medicine yes it's informative if an ad is like so confusing and you're like i couldn't even tell what this was for until they popped up the logo bad ad red flag be wise all take zizol red flag have you seen that one no i did not but that sounds funny ah uh. um there is also a reddit post that i found on r slash unpopular opinions um Ooh. by the user snake 010 and they posted um the majority of modern commercials are annoying and make me want to buy the product it's advertising less. They said, I swear they picked the most annoying people to talk in these commercials. The worst ones are the ones with little kids. First off, if you want me to buy your product, don't annoy me with your stupid commercial 24-7. Maybe if the commercial was inst- interesting instead of 60 seconds of some random actor shoving their product down my throat, maybe I would actually consider buying it. Lastly, they play the same commercial two or three times in a row. It's not yeah. going to make me want to buy your product more. And then um, somebody in the comments said, that's why I hate car commercials. No, I hate Most car, car commercials. commercials are like families going on a road trip. And then like, like there's one where it's like a family going on a road trip. And then they pass a beef jerky station. And the kid's like, oh, I want to stop for beef jerky. And then they get the beef jerky and it's too spicy. So then they stop for milk. And I guess it's supposed to be showing like how reliable the car is when they keep swerving and turning around. But it seemed like a milk commercial. I don't know. Like that Got was not milk? a car commercial. That told me nothing about the car you're driving. What do you call it? We went to see a movie. What movie did we go see? Black Adam. Did you notice they played the same uh, mother trucking car commercial four times in the opening credit in the ad things? Yes, I did. They played it another four times when my mom and I went to see Wakanda Forever. And I was like, is this the only ad they run in this theater? So back to like insensitive ads, I found some that once again just miss the mark. Miss. Like you know um, you know Mister Mister Clean, like the like the Mister Clean, Mister Clean. Anyway, so Mister Clean the brand. Okay, my point is, Mister Clean um in two thousand eleven printed an ad 
that um said this mother's day get back to the job that really matters and it's a woman and her daughter cleaning (laughs) (laughs) and then so the article i found this from (laughs) you good no this is the funniest shit i've ever heard <laughs> Let me see. Um, oh my god. Yo. <laughs> so sorry, that is funny. <laughs> the article I found this on was Clint from ClintMarketing.com. And in the article they say, um, this ad was just plain confusing. What were they trying to imply here? Like what I don't understand what the point was. Like the only point I can see is that it was sexist. <laughs> so um there is a bloomingdale ad that says spike your best friend's eggnog when they're not looking once again where were you trying to go with that brother what it's a a christmas ad no it's just where were you even going with that like there's no way i can see where that would even be good hey baby it's cold outside um i'm sorry i'm not over mr clean (laughs) i'm not over mr clean in 2008, the World Wildlife Fund um, published an ad that said um, the the tsunami killed 100 times more people than 9-11. And it's Why? Supposed, it's supposed to be like, oh, take care of your planet or something bad. No, what, brother. You should not be comparing those things. Yeah, don't bring up 9-11 in a commercial. Also, as far as I'm like. aware, you can't stop a tsunami. So even if you did take care of the world. Yeah, the tsunamis are the caused point? by tectonic shifts. Like, that's just. What was the point? So LifeLock in 2006 also released an ad. Um, So in this ad, it says, my name is Todd Davis. This is my social security number. It has a real social security number, which I will not be reading. Um, It says, I'm Todd Davis, CEO of LifeLock. Yes, that really is my social security number. No, I'm not crazy. I'm just sure our system works. Just like we have with mine, LifeLock will make your personal information useless to a criminal, and it's guaranteed. So now his social security number is everywhere. I just don't think... That was not smart. That was not smart. Bruh. So I know he was like, oh, my service works. Uh, so this article states actually that uh, Davis ended up being the victim of identity theft 13 times in four years, proving the exact opposite of his campaign's objective. LifeLock does not work. You know what? He had that coming. Make up a number. Make up a number. Bruh. So in 2018, MasterCard um, had a campaign that was for each goal scored by Messi or Neymar Jr., um, who are soccer players. uh, Phenomenal soccer players. Everyone watched the World Cup this year. Go Neymar. um, MasterCard will donate the equivalent of 10,000 meals to WFP to fight childhood hunger and malnutrition in Latin America and the Caribbean. Seems nice, right? Uh Why don't they just do that anyways? I always think that when I watch an ad. If you're gonna, if you're doing like, what do you call it? If you're doing a donation thing, just do it already. Why are you only gonna do it every time one of your players scores? Why not just do it anyways? Yeah, the Packers do that, and I'm like, if if you guys are already planning on it, then just do it. Like, oh yeah. Also, the two men only scored two to three goals between them. Really? Yeah. So they didn't even score that much. So probably because they're locked down. They're two of the three best soccer players in the world. But it was just the point of, yeah. Why don't you just donate it anyway? Why do you need to gamify starvation? That's some people don't think. 
Um, Reebok had an ad from 2012 that said, the ad simply said, cheat on your girlfriend, not on your workout. There's nothing I can say about that. That was just so bad. My brothers in Christ. Um, no way. No way. Yeah, it's just like, how did they get through? How did, they, how did these ads get past so many people? When looking at them now for the first time, I just, I can't. Yeah, so I look at these ads, and I'm literally like, what in the like, hell? For example, McDonald's had a Stay Safe by Staying Apart ad, which was an ad campaign from 2020 um, where they redesigned their logo, and they separated like the two humps of the M. So they're apart. Yeah. To say that like social distancing was important during the, the, the pandemic. However, they were just trying to monetize the pandemic. No, literally. Like Hold I don't on, how do you I just make the money. Okay, so there's a, a detol ad. And detol is like a soap or like antibacterial stuff. Uh-huh. And they have an ad where you see someone dead in the background, like stabbed, and you see a bloody hand and it says, When ordinary soap won't do Use detail. I love that. I love that. I, I buy. I well, buy. Well, I get it. That's so messed up. That's so fucking funny. No, or, it's that's so funny. Up, man. That is funny. I buy. So basically, oh, I have an article from um, Forbes.com, which is called "The Recipe for Creating the Perfect Advertisement." So identify your audience, create a captivating headline, solve your problem, create a call to action. Easy as that, right? Yeah. As we were talking about earlier, there's no need to, like, be insensitive or try to monetize on horrible events that have happened to people. I understand that they're trying to be current and within the times, but if something bad happened, why are you trying yeah, to advertise Yeah, don't that? monetize it. Not only is that just a bad idea in general, but you're... Even if you think you're going to make money, no, you're just going to come off as insensitive. Please, like, please when, don't. When's the Jeffrey Dahmer commercial going to come out? Like, like... When is someone going to make a commercial off the popularity of the Jeffrey Dahmer thing? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... It's shit like that. It's so insensitive. Yeah. So, the biggest red flag of this episode is insensitive advertisements. And the poor use of pandering to audiences. It's all just a swing and a miss. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I've been dumb. I've been Faith. Please avoid the red flags out there. See you next time.